welcome to the Mind, Soul and Spirit podcast where we talk all about concepts of the self, soul purpose, finding meaning and all things spirituality. Here you will find episodes filled with the deep and meaningful and free from the small talk. I'm your host Marnie and I thank you for joining me on whatever stage of your healing journey you are at. Hi everyone, welcome to episode two. I'm really excited about this episode today. The topic is a bit of a complex one and not a topic I was planning on doing for my second episode, but it's the topic that Spirit have picked. So I'm just trusting that someone listening out there needs to hear what I'm talking about today. Um, So I am talking about reincarnation, life lessons, spirit guides and healing today. It's a real mixed bag, but it's all connected in some way. And I hope that I've been able to explain it in a way that's clear so you can see the connections between everything that I'm talking about. Hopefully you'll notice as well that the sound is much clearer in this episode than my first episode. I went to Alphasworks and treated myself to a proper microphone to make the sound clearer and it'd be easier for you guys to listen to. I was actually having a conversation with a friend last week, which is somewhat relevant to the topic today. She was asking me about how I do my weekly channel messages for my Facebook followers. So if you haven't seen my weekly messages, I post them on Facebook and Instagram either Sunday or Monday for the week ahead. And it's a channeled message where I tune into my Facebook followers energies, I tune into my spirit team, I pull an oracle card and I channel through a message that my followers need to hear for the week ahead. And so I was explaining to her about how I do that, how I tune into my guides. And then the conversation got on to me explaining how we all have spirit guides and a few other things. And it's funny because the universe is bringing me a lot of synchronicities lately in that the topic of my first episode has been quite prevalent this week. And some of the things I mentioned in that episode have actually come through in my weekly channel message for the week ahead. So the week coming for my Facebook followers. So it's interesting Now that the conversation I had with my friend last weekend is now getting pulled into what spirit want me to talk about today. So the first thing you need to know is that you are a soul that is living within a physical body here on earth to learn life lessons. Your soul is eternal and the soul is what reincarnates again and again and again through your soul's choice. The physical body that you have now in this current life is unique to you in this lifetime only. However, your soul is made of the same blueprint every time you reincarnate. Your memories are unique to your soul. However, when you reincarnate, you can't remember all of your memories from all of your past lifetimes because if you were able to remember all of your memories from all of your lifetimes you would absolutely lose your mind so when you are within the afterlife that is when your soul has access to all of your memories not here while you're having a human experience 
So as a soul, you have access to all of those memories and through looking at all the memories of your lifetimes, you get to choose what you decide to go and do in your next lifetime, if that makes sense. So as a soul, you decided when you want to reincarnate and you decide what body you have, you decide what location you're going to live in, you choose your family, your physical family. You choose the lessons that you are going to be learning in the lifetime and as well as the lessons that you are yet to learn based on what you have learnt in your previous lifetimes. So when your soul is picking your life details, you pick lessons you'd like to learn here in the earth realm during your human experience You may decide that you want to learn what it's like to be poor. You might want to learn what it's like to be rich. You might want to learn what it's like to lose a parent at a young age. You might want to learn what it's like to be a certain um, ethnicity or living within a certain culture. You might have a life lesson to work in medicine or to be a teacher, so on and so forth. And you pick your lessons you are going to learn. And once you've picked your lessons, then all the other arrangements are made in terms of your appearance, your location, and the role that your soul family members um, are going to have within your current lifetime that you're moving into. So... Soul families are something else that I'll talk about a little bit later, but you have your physical family, which is your family here on earth. And then you have your soul family, which is made up of other souls that help you with your life lessons. And then once your arrangements are made for your physical life, you are then assigned a spirit guide. Some people have more than one, but from what I know, it's usually no more than five at one time. And I think one to three is the usual. Your spirit guide will be your supporter throughout your life. And depending on what stage of your journey you are on, they will be assigned to help you for certain periods of time or for a specific reason or to get through a particular lesson that you have chosen. So, for example, if you are a teacher, you would be assigned a teacher guide or a guide that is, let's say, the most qualified or who is qualified to help you as your role as a teacher on earth. If you're a carpenter, you would get a carpenter guide that is qualified to help you with your building on your skills and whatever your roles are going to be within your lifetime. And your guides, yeah, they change depending on your life situation and depending on what they are needing to help you with or what you need help with. You're also given a guardian angel um, and I'm going to talk about that in a different episode, I think, because there's a bit more to unpack in terms of guardian angels and archangels and whatnot. A spirit guide is someone who has lived many, many, many lives to the point where their soul has evolved so much over their lifetimes that their rank is advanced to this this higher level of knowing 
enough to be able to help other souls in their soul missions specific to um, their qualifications or their area of expertise if you like you will have themes in your lifetimes as well so for example you might have a family theme where you're developing your family Uh, you might have a spirituality theme where maybe that's the life where you're having all of your spiritual awakenings maybe you are being gifted specific gifts to be used for certain things to maybe to help others or whatever Uh, you might have a healing theme where throughout your life a lot of lessons come you, you know you might have a lot of difficult lessons that you're having to heal from and overcome so Throughout your life, a lot of your lessons are surrounded by a specific theme or, you know, a couple of themes with the ultimate goal being soul growth, forgiveness and developing your levels of empathy. So all of this you decide as a soul before you are born into your physical body for your human experience. Your spirit guides are just one aspect of the team of support you get from the universe. You can have, you know, you get support from your past loved ones. They can help you. You have access to the archangels. Like I said, you have a guardian angel. Uh, There are other angels for specific um, areas. And there's ascended masters. There's a wide range of different rankings or categories of spirits or light beings who help you on your life's mission. In my experience so far, I've had a lot of support from my great grandmother, for example. She helped me a lot through the initial stages of my spiritual awakening. Then once she did her part, I was assigned an Ascended Master. His name is St. Germain. You can actually look him up. There is information. There's actually information on him, which is pretty special. Um, He's had a big role in helping me develop my spiritual gifts and still is helping me to develop them because I don't think I've quite mastered them just yet. I'm still learning. And then as I started my healing business. I was assigned another two spirit guides who have stepped in to help St. Germain. There are meditations you can actually do to help meet your spirit guides. I have been lucky that my spirit guides have actually introduced themselves when I've had psychic readings. And also, I have had a number of extremely vivid dreams where, you know, you can call them visitation dreams where these spirits actually visit you in your dreams. So I've had my guides come through and introduce themselves to me and said, you know, we're taking over from here for whatever reason, uh, which is really cool because then when I'm channeling, I have more of an idea of who the information is coming from and I can sense the different energies between them um, and I can kind of work out who the information is coming from. So let's talk more about these life lessons and why you might choose certain lessons to learn your life lessons are how your soul is able to grow and evolve through experiencing different lessons your soul gets wiser you become more conscious more intuitive and overall more experienced about the context of the human experience 
when you decide on your life lessons, there are lessons that you need other souls to help you learn a lot of the time. So for example, say you decided to learn the lesson of losing a child. For this to happen, you obviously need to have picked that journey for the purpose of your soul growth. And then you also need a soul from your soul family who's willing to be that child and help you with that mission. Plus this um, soul who decides to be your child also would need to be willing to leave the earth or the physical realm before you did. So now that's quite an extreme example, but that's the example that spirits asked me to share. Uh, You sign your part of the contract. The other soul who's helping you with this lesson also signs their part of the contract. And then that lesson and learning experience is then contracted for your upcoming life. It's almost scheduled in, if you like. I believe that all soul lessons and contracts you make with other people are made completely out of love. And I like to think, well, that member of my soul family loves me that much that they were willing to be a part of that lesson for me, for my growth. And, you know, that's just really amazing. That's That's a good way to look at it. But, you know, obviously that's quite a difficult lesson to have to go through. But that's kind of the the setup, the arrangement for and that can be put against a lot of different lessons that you learn where other people are involved. So the souls that help you with your life lessons are souls who are part of your soul family. I believe that your soul family stays the same no matter life, no matter what life you live. And I also believe that your soul family, they reincarnate with you, if that makes sense. Or, you know, it's pre-planned that this soul family member is coming in at this time. This soul family member is coming at that time and so on and so forth. So I think all of your soul family members wait until everyone's ready to reincarnate again or at least the souls from your soul family that you need um, so that you reincarnate together so that you can all learn your lessons together. However, the type of role that your soul family play in your physical family can be and usually is different for each lifetime and in some circumstances i do believe that some members of your physical family aren't actually a part of your soul family but maybe are a part of the other members in your physical family so for example your mum might be in your soul family and maybe your brother or your sister isn't in your family but they are in your dad's and then your mum and your dad are in a soul family that kind of setup is what I'm trying to get at is that you know you can have aunties and uncles and cousins and whatnot that are part of your physical family but are not part of your soul family and so on and so forth. But I do believe that the people who are part of your soul family are usually the people that have the most impact on your life in a physical sense. 
when I did a past life regression about two years ago, I'm just thinking of this, this story just popped into my head. So I did a past life regression about two years ago. And when I had this past life regression, I could clearly indicate some of the members of my family in this current lifetime and where they have appeared in my past lifetimes. And it's a really strange uh, story to try and explain because when you're having your soul, you're having your past life regression, you're seeing everything. And it's not like they go, I'm your brother or I'm your sister in this lifetime, whatever. You just know that that soul in that past lifetime is connected to you in this lifetime. So my great grandmother, who I mentioned earlier, uh, in my past lifetime, she was my mother and my uh, nan in this lifetime, she's also been my mother in a past lifetime. My younger brother in this lifetime has been a son in previous lifetimes. And so there's lots of different connections that can be made through past life regressions in terms of who is part of your soul family and how they might have come back into your current lifetimes to help you with certain lessons and to be around for certain things. Even uh, your pets can also have a big uh, impact in your you know, your past life and your soul family type situation. So my dog, Louis, at the moment, he appeared in that same past life regression session as my dog in a previous lifetime. And, you know, I was a different person and all of that. But it makes sense because before I even met Louis in person, I saw a picture of him as a puppy, you know, with his litter And I knew that he was the puppy I had to have. And I knew his name was going to be Louis before even meeting him. So you might have had an experience like that where you have this deep knowing that someone or a pet is really heavily connected to you. And the reason is because they're either connected to you through your past lives or you've had some sort of soul contract arranged with them for this lifetime. And that connection that you have on that soul level causes you to be able to recognize them almost instantly so that you know that uh, you're connected and that you need to work together on whatever this mission is that you've been assigned um, so that you can fulfill your part of the contract and that you have together and so that they can also fulfill their part of the contract. It's like when you just meet someone, but you... I don't know, you say, oh my gosh, I feel like I've known you forever. It's that kind of thing. So in a sense, you probably have known them forever on a soul level, but not yet on a physical level. Through your life lessons, there comes opportunities for you to heal. You may be healing from current life traumas or past life traumas, but either way, our life lessons are planned so that we learn something or we heal something. That's what, that's what I believe anyway. I believe that healing is never ending as well as much as sometimes you would really like it to. I don't think we always fully heal from everything we are sent here to heal from, but you know, we can definitely try. I have been trying to think of an, an analogy for healing to explain to you. And the theory that I have come up with is called the sandcastle theory. So Healing is like going to a beautiful beach 
the nicest beach you've ever seen. It's a beautiful day and you decide to build a sandcastle. And you decide to build this sandcastle right down by the water, not so that the water can hit it, but so that you can use the damper sand to build it up. And you spend hours building this huge sandcastle. This sandcastle has all the essential rooms and sections of a normal house. You spend all this time and effort making this sandcastle. And when you're finally done, you stand back to enjoy your masterpiece and you're going, wow, look at this sandcastle. This is amazing. Then all of a sudden, a wave comes out of nowhere and it destroys the whole right wing of your castle. And you might go, oh man, come on. And, you know, I spent forever building this and now it's ruined. You have a bit of a tantrum and you feel really annoyed. But then you pull yourself together and you start to rebuild that right wing of the castle. And once you finish, you stand back again to admire your work and you're really proud of yourself because you've, you've experienced this hurdle and you've picked yourself up, dust yourself off, you know. And then another wave comes out of nowhere, but this time it takes out the left wing of your sandcastle. And again, you're annoyed because you've spent all this time on this sandcastle. It's been destroyed again. You're having a bit of a moment, you know, you pull yourself together and you rebuild it. And then this happens again and again and again. But the more you get better at fixing this sandcastle, you decide to add more levels. You might, you know, it becomes a two-story sandcastle or, you know, it's got nicer windows or a moat or a bridge or whatever it is. You add these extra things because you're like, it's okay, I've done this before. I know what I'm doing. So yeah, it might add more rooms, different features, all that. But then every now and again, something comes in and destroys it. And you just have to keep going and you just have to keep rebuilding. So the sandcastle represents your life. The waves represent your lessons or your learnings, your rebuilding or the action of rebuilding your sandcastle signifies you healing. And the advancements and improvements you make on your sandcastle represents the learnings you've had through your healing. So healing never stops and you've just got to keep working on it. But it's important to know that you have chosen the life and the lessons that you are experiencing. You chose these lessons, you agree to them and you sign the contract for them when you were a soul and you have the support of your spirit team, your spirit guides and the other light beings who are here to support you on every step of this journey. And I think it's important for you to know that you have access to them whenever you need support. So I'm going to leave it at that for today. I hope that sheds a little bit of light on your experiences and about how your soul has entered into your current human experience. And I also hope that if you are currently rebuilding your sandcastle at the moment, then you know that you can call on your guides, ask them to help you with your rebuild or your healing and know that you have supports available to you always. 
And that brings us to the end of another episode. If you'd like to know more, then please contact me through the Healing Haven Mind, Soul, Spirit on my Facebook page, on my Instagram page. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to know what you think um, about the topics today. I hope you have a beautiful week and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye.